<laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Super Duty Top Flight. <laughs> we here. We here, baby. We in the building. <laughs> Ain't no stuff we can't talk about on camera. <laughs> <laughs> the outtakes. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> We are back, folks. What up? What up? Magnificence. Illogic. <laughs> we here. We here. <laughs> Recording, you know, more adventurous episodes, mm-hmm. you know, swashbuckling, spine tingling <laughs> adventures of the most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Word, Super word. Super duty, tough work. Word. And, uh, you know, we want to thank y'all for y'all listenership. You know, we we moving this thing forward. A mm-hmm. lot of positive feedback on last week's episode. Yes. Jeez. I got some emails. Word. I was getting, I got some emails. Yo. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, I got some texts on it. Yeah. Quite a few uh, DMs, mm-hmm. you know, on on the uh, Instagram page. Thank y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, we know uh, just just anxiety as it pertains to art is something that people don't really talk about. Right. It's like we just assume that everybody is kind of just killing it and being their most productive, but there's so many things going on that you know. We want to we want to be the platform who talks about these issues. Hey, you know, most of these fools ain't even artists. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Having these conversations. So they're not even really qualified to speak mm. on this shit like we are. And they ain't never been through nothing. Nah. So, you know, we want to let y'all know we here for y'all. You know, we're going to continue, continue more adventures 2020 and beyond. And so this week, man, we're going to talk about something that we have not talked about before. Mm-hmm. But it's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. And this week's topic is friendship killers mm. and you know we done all lost friends cat's gonna be reevaluating they <laughs> roster after this episode <laughs> what's like, up with that guy i thought he was my friend who i got on my bench over uh, here let me get rid of it make some cuts <laughs> you know and this is about things that people do to kill friendships so what we've done we've been guilty of some of these things mm-hmm. inadvertently you know sometimes they happen by accident sometimes they happen on purpose but you know sometimes when you see a social circle and it don't seem to be cracking like you want it to right sometimes because you got a couple people that need to be exed out mm-hmm. and in this episode we want to talk about things that people do to kill friendships and you know do an inventory on yourself yes because everybody's been guilty of some of these joints so uh you know, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Word. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous, you heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping the culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close to. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jobbing, and no bullshit. Okay, man, this is going to be an interesting episode. 
This is gonna be an interesting one, man. This is all oh, this is trying to get our composure this week. <laughs> this is uh this yeah, all right. Okay. Friendship killers. Friendship killers. Friendship right. killers. Let's talk about this. Okay. Number one thing that kills friendships is the need to have the last word. <laughs> This is going to be applicable to more than friendships. Really. I feel what you're saying, but you know what I'm saying? Hold up, dog. <laughs> you right, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but what I was trying to say was. Right, right, right. That's cool and all, but. <laughs> Anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> don't you hate it when people oh, do that man. shit? Oh. Like there, there's something really deep inside people that don't let them just let a conversation die, right? Without them having the last motherfucking word. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it's so important to people. Yeah. It's like you could have a great conversation. A motherfucker can say some shit that's just like slow clap worthy, right? Or, Mic drop, right? Just. <laughs> And they gonna still hop on. But what about this though? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But what? But did you look at it from this perspective? Yeah, but that's cool. But <laughs> hear me out though. You know. Oh man, that shit can kill a friendship, man. Yeah. Because I mean, think of what you're doing. And I think this one comes from a deep place of insecurity, man. Yes. Because when you, when. When you get a little older, you realize where you've done it in the past, mm -hmm. you know, dealing with, especially when you're dealing with the elders, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we were young, so we were never even given a position of that. Right. It's right. like grown folks talking. Right. Shut the fuck up. Right. Or get the fuck out the room, little mm -hmm. boy. Or you can't even be in here. Nah. Adult. What are you doing? Why are you here? Yeah, because your little ignorant ass was probably going to try to add on mm -hmm. and throw some sauce on some shit that didn't even need all that sauce. You don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Save your condiments. Mm -hmm. Take your ass <laughs> over there. We don't even know we're mustard on this shit. Right. Please. And uh, as adults, we do it from a place of like, almost like a competitive insecurity. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, you said that, but my ego is so strong mm -hmm. that I feel like I have to be the one to end the conversation. Even if you know you don't deserve it. Right. <sighs> <laughs> this, and you come from, a, and, and cats come from a place of, of like, like condemning people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm better than you. Yeah. I know. I know more. Uh -huh. I ain't been through what you've been through, but I know. Yeah. So I'm a. I'm a be the one to wrap this conversation up right. with a bow, mm -hmm. not you. Right. It's like what? Mm -hmm. This shit really plays out when like you're having a, a disagreement with somebody. Oh that yeah. You're friends with. That's because, the biggest. Yeah, because them fools will straight up be like, every time you try to walk away mm -hmm. and let it cook and ride and okay okay cool this is my final word i'm done mm -hmm. they started to turn up on you yeah and yeah but you know what i'm saying i'm just saying no when mm -hmm. i said but 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 let's go back to that though mm -hmm. it's like yo man we was about to come to a peaceful conclusion on this conversation all right well we had a bar can we get this drink can i get my next drink <laughs> thank you can i go talk to this chick no they don't want to hear that <laughs> no last word right you walk away hey hey tap you on your hey hey but look though mm. before you start talking to her let me hit you with this i remember having an argument with a rapper i ain't gonna say his name he's <laughs> my homies uh, he's on tour one time we was talking about the lakers mm. he's such a lakers fan mm. I don't know what I said about Kobe Bryant. Uh, 
this man chased me all the way down the street. <laughs> he wouldn't let you live? To, to get the last word in. I, and I knew he was tight. And I was mm. like, he's the kind of guy to have the last word in. Uh-huh. So I just fucking with him. I just said, whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. And then I just bolted. I ran. I literally ran off the bus. That's funny. He chased me for three blocks. That's funny. Is that? Yo, and I'm on the Because he could not let me have the last word. He literally chased me for three blocks. That's I kept looking over my shoulder like, ah, you can't get the last word. I knew it was going to fuck with him. Mm. He couldn't resist. Mm. <laughs> That's my homie, so we still friends. Right. But this is an example of like, that energy is counterproductive to true friendship. Facts. True friendship, man, should be, shouldn't be about who's getting the last word in mm-hmm. because you feel something deep inside of you that whoever has the last word is, is the most right or mm-hmm. they have the most weight or they're the most important. It's not about that. You should be coming to some sort of understanding. And actually, to preserve friendships, you really don't want to be the one with the last word. Nah. You want to be bowing out a little bit early mm-hmm. of any kind of conversation that is, you know, uh, contentious or, or, you know what I'm saying, or some conflict. You want to be falling back a little bit. And all, I mean, just offer your feedback and let it be. Yeah. It don't have to be a, like real friendships shouldn't turn into arguments. Thank you. Like real arguments, like disagreements. We can disagree on all kind of shit. Yeah. But when it gets like when cats get heated and ready to fight and yeah. up in each other's face, like we don't need all that. Yeah. And who's going to be the bigger person? Right. Like w- walk away and let let somebody have a last word if they want it. Mm-hmm. And when you really get grown, you'll be like, whoever had the last word, don't change shit. Right. I still believe what I believe. Thank I still you. said what I said. Either you're going to take it or you're not. Yeah. Speak your piece and step off. Yeah, you know, so that's number one. All right, number two, friendship killer. This goes hand in hand with number one, mm-hmm. and number two is the need to be right, mm. right fighters, mm. people who they can't just let nothing go. They will repeat themselves <laughs> twenty times, twenty thousand times, yo. <laughs> Like, yo, you just said that. Like, yeah. I still don't agree with you. Right, right. I still don't. Just let it die. I'm not going to agree with you, Thank yo. You. No matter how many times you repeat it. <laughs> like, we don't think the same. We don't. It's like. And it's okay. It's okay. It is okay. We don't have to. There seems to be some some unspoken assumption that if we disagree, we have to automatically come to an agreement at the end of the conversation. Yeah, like somebody has to win. Yeah. That's, that, that's kind of what it is. Like, yeah. somebody has to be right. Right. And it's like, that's not really how things work that's in not the life. world. Life don't work that like, way. Like you can feel some way about something. I can feel differently. You can state your opinion. I can state mine. And we can go on about our friendship as we were before. Yep. But when I have this deep need to be right, mm-hmm. I can't let you walk away just saying what you feel. Right. I have to repeat what I said a million times and try to get you to concede that I won the discussion. Like I don't feel the beat nuts. Right, I didn't beat you up about it, <laughs> even though we disagree. We disagree. It was blasphemous. <laughs> I'm just but saying. I haven't, I haven't brought that up with you since. Right, right. right. I ain't sent you no beat nuts uh, <laughs> medleys or, right. or, or playlists. But check this out. Though. I could have. Right. I could have been like, man, this is how we don't like the beat. Let like, me send him on. the best of the beat nuts real quick. <laughs> what you doing tonight? Nothing. You about to be listening to the best of the beat nuts? Get your blasphemous ass. Cause I'm right. <laughs> That's what you about to be doing, bruh. So you get your oh. hip hop facts together, you about to be listening to the beat nuts. Ah, that's yeah. funny. Get some of this intoxicated demons in your life. <laughs> you need to revisit that. Cause I'm right. 
No, we friends. Yeah. We don't yeah. have to do that. No. I just say, oh, yeah, you tripping, buddy. <laughs> but all right. All right. Do you. Do you. You missing out. Right. But, you know, and that's that's a, a small example, but it's, it's a fact that, mm-hmm. like, when it comes to friendship, you have to make the ultimate decision about is being right more important than my relationship with this person. Exactly. And no matter how many discussions and arguments you get in, that question should undergird everything you do. Exactly. It should be like, yeah, I can be right about this. Mm-hmm. They could be totally wrong. And after I say my opinion calmly, that should be it. Exactly. I don't have to turn up or get emotional about it or, or, or chase them down with my opinion or try to be right because I value my friendship more and being right. Right. And a lot of people, I don't think they really ask that question at all. man. And this is important when you get married. Yeah. This is very, it's very important. Very yeah. important. All of you that are married or thinking about it, this is very important. <laughs> oh God, it's so important. Because yeah. you're not going to agree. You can love the hell out of the person. Yeah. You're not going to always agree on everything. And sometimes you got to know it doesn't make me weak as a man to just walk away right and let it be and the same with women yeah man you ain't gonna convince us all the time yep you know what i'm saying like we got our opinions you got yours yeah sometimes just let it be state your opinion just let it be and what happens when people can't marriages get destroyed yep friendships get destroyed yep. relationships get destroyed and then you look back six months yep. eight months a year from then and you can't even remember why you was arguing. Yeah. What was so important? Mm-hmm. The principle, that thing. And you think, man, my life was better with that person in it. Yeah. Did I really have to go hard on them about this? Yeah. That I, I don't even remember what it was. Wasn't that deep? Mm. Like there are critical things in there, but 99% of things are not that critical. Facts. You know, and you could just let it go. Like, hey, we argued about some dumb shit. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. That don't define us. That doesn't. That's nothing to where I need to get you out of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to ask those questions because when we don't, we just destroy friendships over bullshit. Facts. It's number two. Okay, number three. Friendship killer. <laughs> this ain't a friend. Nah, this is a real one. No. This ain't a friend. This is going to hit. This is going to hit hard. <laughs> Let me shake the room with this one. <laughs> number three friendship killer is only calling to ask for stuff. I know I ain't talked to you in like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's been like a year. Man, look. It's but can I borrow? Man, can I hold something? Can I hold something? <laughs> man, man, look. My electric went out yesterday. I know I ain't talked to you in a minute. Look, look. I don't like asking you for this. Right. You know I don't be coming to you like this asking for money. Right. But I'm in a bad position right now. Now, I know I ain't talked to you in six years. <laughs> Last time I called you, I asked you for something. Yeah, six years ago. <laughs> I don't even be liking your Facebook posts. <laughs> I ain't never supported you, never checked in on you. Mm-hmm. I ain't never texted you. I had to get your number tonight for somebody else, to be completely honest with Facts. you. Can you let me hold $20? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really need $20. Man. Yo, man, there's people who out there who they don't know the damage that they do to their friendships when they only call to ask for something. Yeah. They have no idea how that person on the other side of the phone feels, you know? Right. Like, damn. Because it's not like they wouldn't want to give it to you. Mm-hmm. It's just that you have not invested enough in them. Right. Or caring about them to where they feel comfortable doing it. Right. It feels exploitive. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you only call when you need something. Yeah. And these be the people I've noticed 
who always complain about other people not answering their phones. Mm-hmm. Man, why don't such and such be answering their phone? I be calling him, man, he'll never pick up. You talk to such and such, right. man, he'll never pick up when I call. I talked to him yesterday. <laughs> right, you can't tell him that, though. Right, right, right. They'll right. say, why he answer for you, but he won't answer for me. Yeah. Because you always asking for some shit. Mm-hmm. If you stop calling motherfuckers that ask for something, right. I just call them and see how they doing. Talk about life, whatever. You ain't got to check in with fools every fucking week. But at least have enough of a rapport to where when things are going bad, mm-hmm. you're invested in them. They're invested in you. And no one feels like they're getting exploited for their generosity. I got some homies that I might text them once every couple months. Yeah. But we'll text back and forth and just, oh, yo, how you been? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that'll be it. And if I need something, I'm sure I can hit them up and ask them. But it's not like you got to talk to cats every day. Right. But every time you contact them, it shouldn't be with a question mark. <laughs> it's funny. Question mark. <laughs> shouldn't be with a question That's mark. That's the barometer. Yeah. How often is the question mark attached right. to your text? How often is a question mark attached to your text yeah. message? And, and, how, and what is their speed of, of response? Yeah. <laughs> Has it dwindled over yeah, the years? It's proportional. It's, their speed of response is directly proportional to the number of question marks in your text message. The more question marks, the slower the response. This is, this is inversely proportional. <laughs> to get oh, more responses, less question, less question marks. marks. That's our solution. Good night, folks. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, geez. but yeah, nobody likes to feel like that. And you know, successful people are always more guarded when it comes to that too. Oh yeah, you know, like you had that one family member who doing really good. Mm-hmm. Some people, times people, you don't know that because they've been successful and the rest of their family may not be. Mm-hmm. They get hit up constantly by everyone. Everyone, yes, their mama, their mm-hmm. mama's mama, aunties, uncles, cousins, nephews, nieces. Everyone's hitting them up, friends, mm-hmm. because they're the 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 outlier, right? Mm-hmm. Who's done really well for themselves. But you don't see it that way. When you get there, you're just thinking about me. Yeah. Man, I really need help. I know he can help me. Yeah. So let me just reach out. And then when they are slow to respond mm-hmm. or they feel kind of bad and, and don't don't give you what you want, it's fuck them, mm-hmm. greedy motherfuckers. I remember when you was broke. Now you can't help nobody. Yeah. You see? That's the worst. It's the worst. But you're not really looking at like everybody who's always hitting them up. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. And so you got to establish to keep a friendship. You got to be able to talk to people when you don't need nothing. Right. Or even if you do. Yeah. Still like sometimes it's like, okay, do I need it right now? Yeah. You know what I'm Let me just hit them up. I mean, sometimes it's smart just to, you know, lay the groundwork. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like give them a couple months. And, you know, like let, let your people, yeah. let your people breathe. And you know what I've noticed too is like in a true friendship, you're having conversations that naturally lead themselves to those moments where they can say, is there anything I can do to help? Right. 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 As opposed to forcing the conversation and starting at, I need your help. Yeah. Can I have? Can I have? Can mm-hmm. you give me? Can I have? Like when you start there, people are kind of mm-hmm. taken aback. When you're having a normal conversation and we're just talking and such and such gets revealed, that person who has the means or resources might say, man, that's messed up. What can I do? You good? Mm-hmm. Can I help? But you never give them that chance. Right. Because you're so short sighted. And all you do is you just ruin a friendship doing that. Yeah, it's true. That's number three. Let's let's take a break and we'll be right back. Cool. What up, everybody? Quick reminder. 
Super Duty Tough Work hoodies, back in stock. We got smalls, back in stock. Medium, back in stock. Large, back in stock. Extra large, back in stock. 2XL, sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. What is in us today? <laughs> like once you take it there, you can't even take it back. You're just laughing about everything. Just, just, you can't pull it back. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, friendship killer. <laughs> Noah Kagadella. Okay, we got three down. Number four, friendship killer. Let's talk about it. This is a bad one too. All these are funny yeah. and real. Number four is complaining. But not fixing. Yes. Man, nothing is more draining than a friend who constantly complains. Debbie Downer, man. And then when you say, well, you know, have you thought about, don't be trying to tell me about how to handle my. Yeah. Six months later, they complaining again. About the same shit. Same shit. They ain't changed nothing. (laughs) Ain't ain't it tried. Year later, complaining about (laughs) the same shit. (laughs) After that, you start to kind of fade back like, Mm -hmm. man. Um. You start feeling weird. Like, do they just want to dump on me? Right. Who did he want to fix this shit? Because I thought the goal was to be happy and to fix these situations. Facts. And when you feel like somebody's not changing uh, anything and they're just complaining, it's just it's emotionally draining. And that's not a friend that you really want to talk to very often. Yeah, especially if you ain't got those problems. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's, that's really it. Like, if you good, yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. You around somebody that's a downer all the yeah, time, yeah. that always got some bad shit to talk about. Man, these hoes ain't shit out here, man. right? Hey, man, I'm married. Hey, bro. I've been married. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> am I the right person to talk to about this? <laughs> right, because I'm good. Yeah, my life is great. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm trying to talk about these hoes out here. <laughs> <laughs> Just complaining constantly. Yeah, man. You know, but yeah, it's like you can't relate to that shit. Yeah. So what the fuck are you supposed to say to him? Yeah, so I don't want to hang out with him. Nah. Like, I don't dislike you. Yeah. But I know what I'm going to get when I'm around you. Right. And I don't want that energy. I'm in a good place. I'm doing well. You know what I'm saying? I feel good about myself. Yeah. My life is okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you always complaining about some shit. Right, right. You know, I think there's also a... uh you know, I like to refer to it as the cost of admission. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the cost of admission for people being in your life is that you take responsibility for the things that you speak to them about. Facts. You know, so like they don't feel like they're investing in someone who's not investing in themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, the cost of admission for, for admission for your kids, you know, you help them with their homework. You expect them to do the best. Right. You know what I mean? You, right. you buy them school clothes. You expect them to go to school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You expect them to kind of do their part because you're there for them. Right. Friendship is no different. It's supposed to be a reciprocal relationship. Yeah. So if I'm committing time, mm-hmm. energy, emotions, sometimes resources to try to help you get through whatever it is. You have to at least try right. to change these things and not get stuck and not. And even if you are stuck, admit it, mm-hmm. but at least say, I'm trying. Right. I'm working. I'm not going to beat you in the head with this shit. I'm trying to get better. Thank you for investing and taking your time. And because and, and, I know that this is not your life. Yeah, that's important. And I need to fix this because I don't want it to be my life either. Right. You know, so you can't you can't 
complain without fixing it and think that you're going to maintain friendships. That shit kills friendships. Yes. Okay. Number five. Hmm. Man, all of these hit. These all, you know what I'm saying, room shakers. Number five friendship killer is being two-faced. I can't trust you. Bro. Can't trust you. <laughs> a lot of people got this problem, man. Man, come on. Like, the worst is when, like, I'm, I'm going to tell a story about my childhood one day, man. This is, okay, let me go back to an old hood tale. Mm. Okay, I had this homie named Gerald, right? He lived down at the end of the street. Me and Gerald was cool, but Gerald was kind of two-faced, mm -hmm. right? It would reveal itself over time through all of us having two-faced interactions with him. And so I remember one time I was messing with this girl named Minnie. You know what I'm saying? She, she, her name was Minnie, whatever. <laughs> Random ass name. Yeah. But um, Minnie had an ex-boyfriend named Lenny, right? Lenny was crazy. Lenny was like, little dude, you know what I'm saying? But I heard he was a little live wire. Napoleon complex. Thank you. Little yeah. short guy who's trying, who's always on some shit. There was rumors that Lenny did coke, that that Lenny might carry guns or whatever. I never tripped. He never said nothing to me in school. Mm -hmm. As far as I was concerned, and everybody else was concerned, I was his ex-girlfriend. He hears about me and Minnie hanging out. I'm out sometime. I don't know where the fuck I was at. Not home. I don't know. Might have been at church. Mm -hmm. Next day, Gerald calls me. Gerald's my guy, right? Man, uh, guess who was out here looking for you last night? I said, who? He said, Lenny. I said, really? Where did Lenny go? Oh, Lenny came to my house. We was in Lenny. He was talking about, you know, he had a gun. He was talking about he was mad about the mini stuff and he was looking for you and boop, 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 boop. I said, okay. What made you him so comfortable talking to you about? <laughs> <laughs> Why he come to you? Yeah, that's Why he confiding you about me? <laughs> Thank you. What am I missing here? <laughs> Something ain't right. Because if he would have came to me about you, I'd have probably punched him in the mouth. Right. I would, he wouldn't have been in my house. Right. It would have ended with, you better get the F up out of here. Mm -hmm. This ain't your neighborhood. You don't come out here looking for none of us. Mm -hmm. I don't care where I know you from. You not out here. You better get your ass up out of here. You got 10 seconds. That's how it would See, that's just me. <laughs> that's just how I roll. You know, how hell can I say? I'm not two-faced. <laughs> I learned that I was 15 when this happened. Oh, man. But I knew something wasn't right. Uh-huh. It would later be revealed in later years uh -huh. that my man's Gerald was two-faced. Wow. You know, but that was the kind of thing we are like, damn, that's not cool, man. Why is he uh, coming to you, though? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't, I'm not... And, and there are people in your life, the moral of the story is this, like, yo, don't be so taken aback by what people say about you. Mm -hmm. Only be taken aback by the fact that they said it to somebody who was cool with you. Right, right. They should never say that shit to your people. Mm -hmm. Like, if they say that to your people, that means that they're real comfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm a kill this dude. Like, ain't nobody coming to me talking about you. Right. That ain't never happened. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's never like, oh yeah, oh, man. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, you know that's my man, right? Right, right, what right. What you talking about? Time out. Two-faced people, they don't draw no distinction, man. Nah, they're just like, oh, word. Yeah, they he be, did. Yeah. He, that's what he did. If I'd have been home, he probably would have walked this dude down the street. Crazy. I could have got shot. Crazy. This dude was high off coke looking for me. <laughs> I ain't even know. Wow. You see what I'm saying? He would have been an accomplice to this. Mm -hmm. My man. My so-called friend. But two-faced people, they don't have no code, man. And, and my advice to people, and I've seen this shit play out numerous times, and Gerald went on and did some more snake shit to me a couple years later. Mm. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm out, bruh. Yeah. No more. I just, you know, 
these people are everywhere, but you got to be very honest early on or they're going to burn you time and time again. Yes. They're going to be the people who when somebody who's a mutual friend does something super messed up to you, they're going to say, oh, that's between y'all. Right. Right. But they've been in the mix the whole time. Thank you. I'm like, wait a minute. We all are friends to the same degree. You're co-signing this fuckery that he just did. Mm. And I've had people do shit like that to me. And my only recourse was to just cut them off. Yeah. Sometimes you got to. Yeah. That two-faced shit, it will kill a friendship. And the crazy thing is like, it kills it even though they didn't directly do nothing to you. Right. Because the thing is like, <clears throat> I I feel that the people I surround myself with on a regular basis, I got to be able to trust you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't, I can't be questioning. I don't got time to yes. question my surroundings when I'm supposed to be comfortable. Yeah. I don't got time for that. It's hard you know what I'm saying? Here, it's hard enough with people I don't know. You know what I'm saying? With people that ain't supposed to love me and care about me and my well-being. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? It's hard enough. So if I can't trust you, I can't be around you. I can't, I can't have that. I can't, I, I just can't. I can't. Yeah, it's not good, man. And you know, we we, we OGs of this topic. Right. So we want all the young cats out here right. to really take notes on this. Small circles. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Small, very small circles. Outside of my family, this is the only other house I come to. See? small range like facts yeah and like we don't mess around with a lot of people and we've all been burnt on these things mm -hmm. but one thing i say is when people reveal themselves to you listen believe yeah. them you know because some people will do things and at the time you might be thinking damn why they take that person's side don't look at it like just look at it like what is the real issue mm -hmm. and if that issue should go against everybody's code then you can't mess with them no more. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because at that point, it's like, it's not whether, you know, uh, Gerald did something to me. It's, it's against the code for you to allow somebody mm -hmm. to come out here and feel comfortable and think that they're, they're going to use you to get to me, right. to do harm to me. Right. And you allow it. You allow it. And you mm -hmm. tell me the next day thinking that, you know, I'm just lucky because I wasn't home. Right. You supposed to be like, nah, I kicked him out of my house. I slapped him up. I told him never something. There was none of that. Right. And I was like, damn, that's kind of foul. Mm. I thought this was my man's. But none of us should. But because our code should be that nobody should let nobody come onto our block, our street and, and mess with us like that. He violated that. Mm. Everybody has a code. You got to decide what your code is. And two faced people got to be judged against that. Yeah. Because if you don't have no code, then you gonna get stabbed in the back, right and left, mm -hmm. and you gonna feel like all your friendships is fake. But that's because you ain't got no code. Right. You gotta be the one. Don't wait on some snake to decide what the code of conduct is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's number five. Number six, friendship killer. <laughs> sneak dissing. This is a rap shit, it's right? Funny. Here. Yeah, it's a rap shit. Sneak dissing. Sneak dissing is some ultimate rap shit. Oh, that's so funny. But it plays itself out all oh, over the place. All, all the time. All over the place, man. People be sneak dissing, man. I tweeted mm. today that like, sneak dissing is some insecure shit. It is. It's really like, yeah, you know, it's like backhanded compliment shit. Mm -hmm. And you know the more successful you are, the more backhanded compliments <laughs> you're going to get. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that shit, like, it sounds cool. You just think, oh, you just busting my balls. It's funny. But mm. that shit be coming from a real place. Oh, yeah. It has to. It wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't come out, especially in a public forum. It yeah. wouldn't come out if it wasn't coming from a real place. Come on, man. Like you know pocket man? watching a sneak this and kind of, 
You yeah. know, like cats be commenting on your money and mm-hmm. you got this. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, and they be implying you cheated. You know, mm-hmm. cats used to sneak this us in Columbus all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. All the time. Because of our success. Mm-hmm. You know, they would say little slick shit or, oh, well, all they fans is on the internet. Mm-hmm. Sneak dissing. All they fans is white. All they fans is white. Yep. Sneak dissing. They mm-hmm. know when we play here, but they be at the show. Yep. How they know? Mm-hmm. There be black people there, but, you know, they try to disqualify our success. Yep. By saying, oh, it don't count because white people was there. Asterix. Yeah, yeah. put a star on their joint. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Try to Pete Roses out the game, man. <laughs> Try to Pete Roses. Yeah. Cause we because we came up when the internet was cracking. Mm-hmm. What? And we used it. We used it. We used it. It's so ridiculous to think about now in 2020. Right, right. But listen to us. Like at one point in time, <laughs> we were penalized locally because we had fans. On the internet. Yep. And because fans of ours were not black. Our yep. shows weren't all black. Yep. People were like, oh, y'all some sellouts or y'all, y'all not the real. They're See, not the real hip hop. The real yep. hip hop. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I saw many cats would sneak this, you know, and I was just and I I was just make notes every time. Like, yeah. Mm. See you on the way up. Yeah. See you on uh, the see way who up. be here in 10 years, yep. five years. All these people who sneak this, they never last. Mm-hmm. You know, like we lasted and we we would ignore it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember us really. We only really responded to direct dissing. Right. Yeah. We didn't respond to the sneak shit. Yeah. We like, saw it. Yeah. We took note. <laughs> but we didn't respond to the sneak shit. Yeah. And, and I think that helped us because, you know, once you start responding to the sneak dissing, it ain't going to do nothing but escalate. Mm-hmm. And these are people who are deeply insecure, actually like saying shit that they ain't got the balls to say to you. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have no conversation about how to build a fan base. Right. They don't want to have no conversation about how many flyers we had to pass out to get people at our shows mm-hmm. or how much money we had to spend on marketing for an logic record or mm-hmm. the publicist or the radio guy yep. or the distribution plans or, the, you know, some retails. They don't want to talk about all that. Right. They just want to see your fan base and, and qualify it mm-hmm. so that they can put an asterisk on your shit. Yeah, by their standards. Yeah. And it's like, well, wait a minute, man. You can't disqualify us because we're putting in all this work. You just trying to sneak this mm-hmm. because you ain't doing what we doing. Yeah. And we wouldn't do you like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never noticed that shit till I became successful. Right. You know, because because you're too busy getting to you. So you too busy being disciplined to be successful. Yeah. That shit don't matter in the in the process. But looking back. Oh, man. Right. Come on. I was like, damn, Cass was really taking shots. Really taking shots. For what? Yeah. None of that shit got them nowhere. And uh, with us, because we stayed focused, we ended up being successful. Naturally, we had to cut these people off. Mm-hmm. We wasn't doing no business mm-hmm. with nobody who was a sneak dissing. Mm-hmm. So at that point, it's like, oh, well, if you ain't playing on their shows and you ain't doing this, then you probably not eating like, right. like that. You not, you know, you cut off. And why do that to yourself? Why sneak diss somebody? Why say some some passive aggressive insult? You know what I'm saying? Like, why 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 do that when you can just be straight up with people or just not comment? Yeah, just keep your fucking mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. Observe and learn, man. Don't say nothing. Just you keep know? your mouth. Rappers, man. The backhanded compliments will cut you off from so much business, and more importantly, as aligns with the topic of the show, <laughs> friendships. His, his last album was better though. Yeah, sneak dissing, sneak dissing. It ain't gonna never be blah blah blah. Yeah, though. these people you know. Yeah, those be the worst people. Cats, yeah. I, I've seen cats I know said stuff about my my shit, and I've been like, mm. mm-hmm. but I wouldn't do you like that though. Right, I would never comment on your shit in a public forum like that. Okay, I see where we at. Yeah, now I just keep it pushing when I see them. You know, but you gotta watch these people, man. That shit will, and you gotta watch it yourself because you may be 
your insecurity may be causing you to act in a nervous manner. It'll come out. It'll come out. Your insecurity will come out, especially if you're talking about some shit you're insecure about. Yeah. It'll come out. Like, it it should just be props and respect. Mm -hmm. Yo, man, y'all doing great. Good job, man. Or just don't say shit. Yeah, instead of, yo, man, yeah, y'all got a lot of fans, but Mm -hmm. your fans is over here, though. Right. We don't count that. (laughs) That's how they was playing We got to put an asterisk next to them fans, though. <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Yeah, you got a lot of them, but they over here. <laughs> they over there. They not over here. This all we count This all there. we count over here. We not counting them over there. Yeah. You know, sneak dissing. Yeah. You know, always like with the backhanded compliments. I, I don't want to hear it no more. It's like, and nobody wants to hear that from their friends. Right. Like, yo, you my man's. Don't blame me like this. All right. You know, so uh, that's number six. Number seven, friendship killer. Woo, this is a big one. Being an energy vampire. Yeah. You know the type. Mm-hmm. You know when they come around. <laughs> you was feeling good. Yep. Having a great day. Mm. Then they walked in the room. The mood just went whirp, 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 whirp. <laughs> they start going in. Man, guess what happened to me? <laughs> you be scared to ask them how they doing. Right. Because you know. Yeah, you already know what it is. They don't know it's a rhetorical question. It's the complaining cat. It's the complaining. <laughs> it's the complaining over and over. Man, shit all bad, bro. Man, shit, man. Everything bad, man. This, man, look. He said this, man. I'm worried, man. Yo, man, I'm going to have to do something, man. Yo, why everybody always picking on me, man? Why, why? Like, you could you could have a legit like amazing accomplishment Mm -hmm. they gonna find a way they're gonna find a little crack suck the energy out of it like that's cool but (laughs) (laughs) you got a big ass straw just sucking the energy out of your accomplishment yeah that's cool and all but let me get that (laughs) just like yo what happened to the room it was all positive in here yeah man that's the worst you show up just killing the whole vibe (laughs) (laughs) energy vampires man these are the people who when things are going good they make it bad Mm -hmm. when things are going bad they make it worse (laughs) like you know you know those kind of people that when they get to a, a party and it's like, oh shit, here John go. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't want to see him at oh, all. Oh, yo, Chris just walked in. Yo, let's go, yeah. let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's right. let's go to the back. Oh, you talking about somebody stared at him and looked at him wrong? Right, right. Yo, this fool stared at me, man. <laughs> you ain't see that? What are you looking at? Man, look, I just see them hoes right there. Like, what, what are you looking at these dudes for, man? Nah, man, but yo, man, why the door man try to play me? <laughs> why the why the DJ won't play my song? It's the worst. Man. Shut up, man. You energy vampire, man. Yeah. Like, I, I had a, a, a girl I was dating once. I was like, I remember I had something good happen. Like, I got chosen for something. And I was like, yo, I was geeked. And I hit her like, yo, I got selected for blah, 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 blah. And I was geeked. She was like, why they choose you? What? I'd be like, oh, man, listen. <laughs> Let me tell you. I would have called her thing. I would have called her things. <laughs> this is This is how, uh, oblivious i am sometimes to hate mm-hmm. 
I legit was like, maybe she don't understand. Right. Well, the, the maybe criteria. she didn't understand the, the question. Yeah, let the, me break down the criteria. Yeah. So I literally was like, well, they chose me because of this. I'm doing this. I'm doing, wow. that, I'm doing that. You know what her response was? Why are you being defensive? Because <laughs> she mad. She mad because you piling on. Then I got mad. I was right. like, hold on now. Uh, now you sneak this. Mm. Like, you really are being disrespectful right now. <laughs> why they choose you? Why they choose you? So why you being? De- I said defensive. You asked me why they selected me. I told you. <laughs> I'm giving you the points. Yeah, all the points and such. <laughs> you shouldn't have asked me if you didn't want to know. But uh, little did I know that she was just sneak dissing. She didn't really want to know. She, you know what I'm saying? She was just like, you know, you ain't shit. Like, <laughs> just insecure. Who you think you are? Right. And I wasn't even mad until it took us about 30 seconds before I realized that she was legit being an asshole. Mm. But uh. People like that, like that ruined my whole day. Yeah. I, that was my happiest moment. And I was like, yo, why can't I bring this to you? It's because you're an energy vampire. Yeah. Whatever mood you feel, you're not happy until everybody feels in this motherfucker same. feels the same. Mm-hmm. You will do whatever it takes to make everybody operate at your bullshit level. Yeah. You know, no matter how much fun or how optimistic they are. Yeah, that's cool, but... What about this real shit right here? Mm-hmm. And if you're not ready to talk about the real shit, then <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's get off that. That's cool. But what's up with the real shit? Because mm-hmm. that's all they got is failure and real shit. They can't celebrate nothing with you because they don't have nothing. They don't got nothing to celebrate. So they shit on your shit. It's just fucked up, man. It's whack. So that's number seven. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock. Word is blog, back in stock. And my most recent book, What a Night, a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock. All back in stock, and you can get all three of those for just $25 on waitlist.net. Once again, all three of my books are available for just $25 on waitlist.net. Back to the show! All right. Home stretch. Friendship killers. Friendship killer! No, I can get a lot. All right, we got three left. Number eight. Friendship killer. Making everything about you. Not being able to celebrate your friend's success. Come on, man. Bro, I somebody told me a story yesterday and they were talking about their mother past, right? Mm-hmm. And they said they had a friend that was like, hey, you know, I'll come over and help. You know, they, she was trying to pack up her mother's stuff. And she said she had a she had been work. She was at like 90% done, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, well, my homie came through and they're like, okay, let me get this. Uh, what do you want me to do? Um, take this box and dump it in a dumpster, but bring the box back, please. The friend was like, why you want the box back? You know what I mean? Like, what? That's stupid. Now, this person just lost their mom. Right. Come on. Get on the fucking box. Thank you. Like, what does it fucking matter? Shane asked you to take the box. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That person almost got slapped up. As you could imagine. Oh, come on. And they are no longer friends. Oh, yeah. Right? That shit is so real, man, because it's like, man, 
we inadvertently make things about ourselves sometimes and it can destroy, mm-hmm. destroy our friendships. And it comes from a real selfish, unaware place sometimes. Sometimes it's just straight self, sometimes it's unaware. Yeah. And and we don't know when we do it sometimes, but you gotta be honest, like, what's wrong with letting someone's thing be about them? Mm-hmm. Right? It's like we know what it's like to have shows and all of the stuff that goes into throwing shows and events is stressful. Mm-hmm. And we also know what it's like when a friend, acquaintance, family member comes to those shows and acts destructive. Right. We feel super disrespected. Cause mm-hmm. like, yo, man, this is supposed to be my night. Right. This is supposed to be about me. Yeah. Now it's about you. You're fighting people. Mm-hmm. You vomited all over the place. Yeah, you drunk out your mind. Yeah, I gotta babysit you. Mm-hmm. I gotta make sure security don't throw you out because you're gonna be like, oh, Blue Prince, my cousin. You know what yeah. I mean? And now they're gonna, you know, they don't know. But all because you made it about you. Yeah. Like that shit goes for all friendships. The people who have no one there for them are the people who cannot be there for others, but always gotta make everything about them. Yeah, sometimes it's hard though you know what i'm saying like yes. for, for me like in particular like talking to taya sometimes about certain things because every situation i can always find a music equivalent yeah you know what i'm that's saying real. that's real so i could because i'm speaking from my experience yeah as it relates to what you know she's yeah. talking to me about and sometimes i have to catch myself yep because i'll start talking about something i experienced in the same vein and it'll turn to something about me yeah as opposed to you know, being an, an a listener let her and, vent. and let her vent and let her tell me what's going on. I always kind of want to offer my opinion because to let her know that I understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in doing that, sometimes it ends up turning into a conversation about what I'm doing. <laughs> right, right. What I'm, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're going through that, Sam? Yeah. Man, I've been through that too. Let me tell you this 10 minute story <laughs> yeah, about t- when I went through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not helping her with <laughs> yeah. her situation. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but, but, yeah, man, I had to catch it. Because she would tell me, like, later, like, you know, when you do that, it makes me feel like you're not listening to me. Yeah. Like, what I'm going through doesn't matter. Yeah. It's about what you're going through. And I had to really, I, I check myself a lot. Yeah. You know, because I, I can find equivalents to a lot of things. Yeah. And men, we we talk differently than women. <laughs> we do. Men are different. Yeah. We think, like, we think about situations differently. We think in terms of solutions. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do men just vent. Yeah. With no expectation of, okay, what are we going to do about this, bro? Yeah, because we'll tell you a story, but it'll have an ending. Yes. Where's this going? Yeah. What do you need from me? Yeah, yeah. What you going to do about it? That's that's how men just end conversations. It's not just blow off steam. All right, peace. I feel better. Right. <laughs> I'm out. Right. It's like, no, I'm going to blow off steam, and then you're going to tell me what you going to do. <laughs> yeah, how you going to fix this? <laughs> you going to fix this out. You know what? Yeah. yeah. I, what you think about these solutions, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, we, we can't. We, Communicate differently. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that with, with all women, women are better at listening to other women mm-hmm. in those situations and just not making it about them. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when men talk to women, we can get in it because we're thinking as she's talking, we're like, yo, I was in that situation. Mm-hmm. This is how I got out of it. Yeah, this is what I did. I hope you get to. And then if she don't come to that conclusion, we're like, well, let me tell you about me. though. Yeah, this is how it happened for me. <laughs> right, right. And then yeah. you end up looking like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And then they don't want to tell you shit. And then they just get tight when they're around you. Because yes. you're like, damn, why are you so mad? Because they can't talk to you about Yeah, because they got something to say. And they're like, <laughs> fuck, if I tell him about this, he's going to find some story. Yeah. And then it's going to turn into a 30-minute conversation about his story. Yeah. And I'm never going to get any resolution. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. So that shit, that shit can fuck some shit up, man. So that's number eight. All right. Number nine. Friendship killer. <laughs> Bringing nothing to the table. Just being around. <laughs> Seen and heard. Yeah, just the dude at the studio all the time that don't do nothing. Nothing. What he do? He smoked my weed. <laughs> He tried to holler drink, at the women. Yeah, to holler at the women, drink all the liquor. Yeah. You know, whatever. You he know always what trying saying? to get it free. Man, come on, He dog. always trying to get you to introduce him to people. Yeah, don't never bring nothing. Nothing. It's the kind of family member that come to the cookout and don't never bring nothing. <laughs> Not even sides. Not even sides. No, but they don't, salad. They don't bring no soda. They don't bring no paper plates. <laughs> Not even a 40. Just always show up. Not even a six pack. Always on time, too. Yes, early. <laughs> Early, as soon as the shit coming off the grill, they there. First serving and everything, they right there. They bring nothing and contribute a thing. <laughs> Won't throw no money on it. Nothing. Not even paper plates. Nothing. They be eating them. Napkins, nothing. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of friendships like that, man. It's a metaphor for a lot of right. friendships, man. Right. And you know, you get older, when you're younger, it's kind of like you just hang around guys because you're around them. Oh yeah, we friends just because we be at the same spots all the time. I had mad friendships like that, mm-hmm. and then I realized those ain't really friendships. Right. Like, oh yeah, I was just around them because they was there. But ultimately, you want to be around people who actually add value to your life. Yes. And as you get a little older, a little more mature, you start seeing like, man, the time I'm putting into these people who are adding nothing to my life. Mm-hmm. What if I put that into the people who were adding things to my life? Right. Then how can I? How can I? succeed and grow from that yeah Yeah. because we only have so much time for friendships Mm -hmm. and you think okay everybody probably got about two to five good friends right max right Right. do your inventory and think like how many of those people actually have helped you become a better person Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and and if you got two or three of those five people who just there doing nothing what would happen if you can you change those friendships or poured more into the people who actually brought out the best in you? Right. Say, yo, man, I'm gonna I inspire you to do this, or you inspire me to do that, or you you show me about this, you show me about that. Who, when they call you, you feel stronger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just like drained and emotionally like, oh man, I'm tired now. I talk to this fool. When you start changing your friendships to where like bringing something to the table is a requirement. Mm-hmm. It changes your friendships completely. Definitely. So that's number nine. Number 10. Oh, but hold on. Be at, let me add this number nine. One of the reasons you might not have a lot of good friends mm-hmm. is because you ain't bringing nothing to the table. No. Oh. I just got to say that. Mm, self-inventory. I got to say it. So, the mirror. Come on. Where the mirror at? They don't want to talk about that. Where Jerome at <laughs> with the mirror? It's true, though. <laughs> hey. What are you bringing to the table for yeah. your friendships? It's a reason people might not fuck with you. Right. What are you doing? If, because if you're bringing something to the table, they can't get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Everything they do is going to be tied to you. Everything positive is going to link back to you. Yeah. But when you're bringing nothing to the table, you have no value. People are going to treat you with some disrespect. And I don't care if you come or go. Yeah. So if you want more sincere friendships, you want better friendships, bring something to the table. Facts. Okay. Number 10. Friendship killer. Last joint of the evening, last donut of the night, lack of growth. You get left. You get left. You can't be doing what we's doing in 06. Nah, you get left, bro. You get left. Eventually, like, the goal is to grow. Mm -hmm. Last I checked, like, the goal is to not be doing the same things we were doing in 2000 and 
2000, 2010, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, it's 2020. Every year we want to get a little better. Right. We want to get a little further. We want to be a little more stable, mm -hmm. you know, a little more successful. But if we're talking to people and it's 2020 and they still where they was at in 2000, that's not a good thing. Nah. Like, that's not somebody you want to be around. No growth. No growth. Yeah, man. You, you want to be around people where subconsciously you see them and it inspires you right damn they getting it mm -hmm. damn i remember when this fool first started working out this fool buff now yeah i'm still sitting on the couch mm -hmm. i need to get caught up i want to be the only fat friend in the group yeah everybody getting right mm -hmm. damn i'm broke as hell everybody got good jobs now we used to smoke blunts and you know what i'm saying yep. drink 40s together yeah now this fool is fucking making whoopty whoopty whoop and i'm over here Still working the same fucking job with forties and blunts. Yeah, on the 40s couch. and blunts on the couch. <laughs> it's like that's not that's not the move, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so when you look back at your friendships, one thing is that people will leave you behind mm -hmm. if they perceive that you're not growing, you know. And you will leave some people behind if you feel they're not growing. Yeah, sometimes is sometimes you have to in order for you to continue to grow. Facts. Because they become anchors. Yes. They hold you down. You can't fly with them hanging on to your ankles. Yeah. Sometimes you got to let them go. And sometimes it just happens. Yep. You know, sometimes, like, especially, you know, you live in an apartment complex. Then you buy a house. But you had that homie that lived next door that y'all used to kick it all the time, play Xbox. Yeah. Now you got this house and you working all the time. You and your homie only talk once a month. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and then it turns into once every six months. Then Because he's still living in that apartment. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's a different. It's just a different thing. Ain't nothing wrong with living in apartments, but when you move, you know what I'm saying. When you start making yeah. moves, some people just start falling off because either they feel uncomfortable, yeah, because they know they still in the same place nice. and they ain't doing shit, and they see you making moves, and also you feel kind of like I'm just not there. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with. I, I ain't got time to play Xbox. <laughs> Come on now. I ain't got time to smoke. You know what I'm saying? I smoke Come a blunt on. here and there. Yeah. This nigga high every day. Right. I'm fucking 30, 35, yeah, 35, 40. 40. I ain't got time for that. A lot of people need to take an inventory on that one. Yeah. Because if you're still doing the same things you were doing at 21, 22, mm -hmm. at 31, 32, and your life or lifestyle has not necessarily improved, you're not growing. Yeah. I don't care what you tell yourself. If you go 10 years and everything looks exactly the same, you're not growing. Right. You can't blame nobody else, especially if you look around and see people in your life and they're growing. What a lot of people do that I've noticed is that because they're not growing, they subconsciously avoid people who are. Yeah, and they phase themselves out. Yep. Like you know, know. Yep. Because sometimes you hit them up and they won't answer the phone. Yep. Because they don't want to talk about the Because they lack know of they ain't doing shit. Yeah. And so like take an inventory, man. This that kills friendships slowly. Yeah. People don't abruptly cut people off because they grow. Because grow is such a slow process. You know, yeah. growth is not fast. Like right. every year you get a little bit better, a little more focused, a little more mature. And so you like you're saying some people graduate from the heart friends that were great friends no longer are in your life anymore but it wasn't sudden mm -hmm. you didn't say hey i've grown fuck y'all right right no, it was more like i'm growing they're not we no longer can speak about the same topics right we no longer can be at the same places you know we don't have the same priorities anymore mm -hmm. and i'm trying to to be the best version of myself and therefore our friendship can't can't maintain it can't, yeah it won't be the same it's not us. possible yeah so lack of growth that's a friendship killer yeah all right, that's it. That's it. Let me read them back real quick. 
friendship killers. Number one, the need to have the last word. Number two, needing to be right. Number three, only calling to ask for stuff. Number four, complaining but not fixing. Number five, being two-faced in. <laughs> Disloyal. Number six, sneak dissing. Number seven, being an energy vampire. Number eight, making everything about you. Number nine, bringing nothing to the table. Number 10, like a girl. Word. See y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>